Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast, a series of conversations designed to equip our listeners with helpful insights necessary to simplify the critical decision points of life. We believe true wealth is the thing money cannot buy and death cannot take away. Furthermore, we also believe our calling is to enable others to fulfill their own. And to that end, we endeavor. Investment advisory services offered through CWM, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Hello, and welcome in again to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast. I'm Josh Clues, the Senior Wealth Planner for Carson Wealth here in the Woodlands, Texas. In today's episode, I want to talk through a, a thought that occurred to me the other day. When I look at the average wealth management client across the market, um, and I look at the average advice that's given and, and just what's out there, the thought occurred to me and the question occurred to me, um, are the vast majority of clients oversold and underserved? And it's been bugging me ever, ever since I thought about it. Uh, because I truly do believe that there's a lot of overselling and overmarketing that goes on in the wealth advice business. If if you know me uh, very well, you know that I will gladly tell you that I love this industry, but I don't always like uh, my own kind. Sometimes I joke, uh, but where I'm coming from with the idea of being oversold, and how would someone know that they're oversold? I'll give you a couple of examples that come to mind. Often uh, in our marketing-based society, uh, it's not uncommon for someone to hear a commercial, see a commercial, and say, that sounds exactly like me. And they pick up the phone, um, and they make a call. And based off that 40-second jingle and a few phone conversations, uh, they, make, they start making uh, financial decisions and investment decisions. But it's divorced from actual understanding of their everyday life. I'm a firm believer that there is no way on God's green earth that you can possibly outsource financial advice to a call center. True actual financial planning and actual accountability-driven financial advice and financial planning happens when you're sitting across the table from someone that knows you fairly well and has a level of advice uh, to give you based off of your person their personal experience with you. The question that you should ask yourself is is the person that you're talking to on the other end of the line going to be able to write anything if, if they were asked with writing your eulogy, could they do it? We both know the answer to that question. So the idea that an asset gathering strategy, uh, that brought you to the table. Now you may get some some good momentary advice in certain instances, but it's not it's not built for the long term. Uh, is I guess my point, and especially for your family's long term um, iteration and, and evolution. The next area that I see where people can be uh, oversold uh, in the industry is that the industry tends to force people to especially advisors, to claim that they serve a special niche uh, in the marketplace. And so they'll go out and they say that um, they specialize in your specific financial speed bump, whether it's net unrealized appreciation or your company's specific uh, 401k plan and, and benefits plan, so on and so forth. And 
while that may all be true, I, I want you to realize and fully appreciate how incredibly short term that marketing gimmick is. I don't think any one family would say that they are the same as another family simply because one spouse for each respective family works at the same company. The complexities of your family over and above are over and above and, and over and far away different than someone else's. Just because you have the same watch in your wrist or the same vehicle in your car or your families may have gone once on a blue moon on the same vacation to the same vacation destination doesn't make you similar your family is very unique it has complexities to it that um, will far and away outlive your 401k plan um, which oh by the way is not all that complex it's just a marketing gimmick again of using that age-old sales technique of magnifying a problem uh, getting a little bit dramatic about it and then positioning yourself as the only person that can solve that. I mean, I, it may sound a little cynical the way I'm building this out, but I can't help but wonder what kind of stand-up routine Jerry Seinfeld himself would come up with uh, you know, in this particular area if, if he could just stand back and watch for a while. So again, I think you realize that the reason why I dislike this so much is because the relationship is based on short-term problems, not long-term value. It's based on, again, those short-term speed bumps, not necessarily an understanding of what's important to your family, what first principles, what values that you want to pass on to your kids and how your, and grandkids and how your wealth can be a servant of that process. Um, studies have repeatedly shown that most inherited wealth is in 70% of cases, squandered. Uh, it, do, it doesn't live on past you know, a certain generation. And so with that in mind, equipping the next generation and educating the next generation on what is important to you becomes the paramount uh, solution to that, that problem. Um, the 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 breakdowns of the seventy percent where the money is squandered by the next generation isn't because of poor tactical planning. It's not because of poor estate planning from a tactical perspective. It's because of the breakdown of belief systems, and then money is an accelerant, so it can accelerate good ideals and good principles and good values. It can also do the opposite. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're saying, okay, Josh, you know. I get it. Quit, quit rubbing salt in the wound. Um, you know, at various points, I think we've all been um, oversold on on something. Whatever the case may be, it might not even be in financial advice. You say, okay, how can you be so confident that if I'm oversold, there's often a correlation that I'm also underserved? Well, I can't say that with 100% certainty in all cases. However, I think that there's a high degree of likelihood that that's the case. And here's some of the things that will tip you off to the fact if that is the case. If you've been underserved, I would ask you, here's a, here's a few questions that you can figure that out. Whose idea is it to meet when you want to meet with a client, when you want to meet with your financial planning team, your wealth advisor, your financial advisor? Whose idea is it? How easy is it to get on their calendar or on their schedule? When you call, uh, are you able to get a hold of them? Um, do you actually have a semi-annual review process? 
has your wealth advice team actually asked for your tax return? If they haven't, my next question would be, okay, well, how do they actually know what you are in reality spending each year? Or are they just taking your word for it as far as what number they're putting in their projections? How can they have, have any idea of what your cash flow situation is uh, without looking at your tax return? Have they ever asked for your will and wanted to ensure that A, that you have it, and B, have they, have they ever asked who your executors are? These are all basic blocking and tackling steps that far and away separate who you should just view, frankly, as an asset gatherer versus someone who is an actual, who is actually in the business of financial advice and making sure that your family has a continuity plan for when the storms of life come. You, you can't get around those two things. They, they, they either have that system and that process in place or they don't. If they aren't the answers to the questions that I had above are no or I'm unsure or that's unclear, the next question you should be asking your team is, hey, how many clients do you have? Um, because studies have shown that you know the, those things go in tandem. If you're competing with 250 or, God forbid, 500 additional clients uh, for attention with the person that you're paying for advice, your odds aren't going to be very good that you're going to be getting curated and timely advice when the time comes. The next piece that I would bring up uh, for the underserved piece, and this is something that I think everyone's trying to work towards, is um, helping people break down information in the information age and actually giving them a, a means for understanding what is real, what's and, and what's poignant and what's not. Um, we are overrun with information and uh, in, in many cases and really starve for wisdom to use the, the Ron Blue quote. Uh, and that's only getting worse uh, as time goes on because information is, there's just so much out there, it's hard to sift through it. So your financial advice team should be giving you frameworks and uh, timely advice throughout the week, the month, and the year that helps you digest the different stories that are out there. And the biggest piece that I find that is helpful in this process is ensuring that your investment principles and your life principles are, are front of mind and they're coaching you through how to apply them to the different events of life. When you turn on the TV, there's going to be that red ticker at the bottom of the screen that's going to tell you that you know whatever is happening right now this second is the worst, baddest, no good problem that has ever you know come to us since the worst no good problem that has come to us, you know, five seconds ago. Odds are you're going to have forgotten about it in a week and in a month or even six months, you won't even remember it happened. So th the trick is to remember that most media is driven uh, to try to motivate you through fear or through angst or through indecision so that you'll actually pay attention and, and hopefully buy, you know, whatever their commercials are selling. So when you understand that and you take a step back and you try to take a long-term view of what the market is doing and use long-term principles to apply to the market, it frees you up to not worry about every individual news piece, every individual story. Um, you know, I, I, 
I've heard it said that, you know, there's a cottage industry of what us optimists, <laughs> rational optimists call the perma bears. And if you give them thousands of years or hundreds of years or decades, eventually they'll be able to say, see, I was right. Um, you know, they're calling for the world's end or calling for their their one cataclysmic event to actually come true. If you give them an unlimited amount of time, they'll be able to say they were right. But what you miss is the everything in between. Those types of people typically sell books. They don't necessarily manage money. Um, and so that's the piece that you have to keep in mind. Um, are the people who are driving the fear and the angst actually managing their own money, much less anyone else's money, um, and driving fear uh, into the marketplace? So thank you again for your time today. Please come away from this asking yourself the question again of, am I, was I oversold and am I underserved? And understand that my answer to all of these questions is, is fairly simple. Your wealth team has to be able to understand the four quadrants of your financial life, i.e. your financial plan, your, philanthro your philanthropic plan, your tax plan, and your estate plan, and how that affects your family, not just today, but generations from now. Wealth advice is not about just momentary speed bumps. It's about a continuity plan that helps your, your family for generations. If any of this has resonated with you or you have questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to talk through this with you further um, and know that I'm wishing you and your family continued truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. Have a great week. Well, that's all for today. Thank you again for joining us. We trust that you are better equipped to steward both your wealth and your financial resources. If you have questions or suggestions for a future topic, please direct those to infohouston at carsonwealth.com. May you and your family encounter truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in Wisdom and Wealth with Josh Clues are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Our address is 1780 Hughes Landing, Suite 570, The Woodlands, Texas, 77380.